Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host of Funding the Dream, and this is episode 82. We have uh, a great show for you this afternoon or tonight or this morning or in your car or wherever you happen to be listening. I have, uh, I have a, another host of another uh, podcast that I think is awesome. I have uh, Stephen Conway with me who is the creator and co-host of The Spiel. Uh, his co-host partner is Dave Colson who's not with us. Stephen, thanks for joining me. Oh, hey, Richard. It's great to be here. Hey, you have an awesome – I'm just going to say that. You have an awesome show. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Thanks for thanks for the kind words. <laughs> well, seven years you've been doing this. Uh, that's a long time to do a podcast video. What do you what do you call the spiel? What is it? Well, well, uh, we use the generic term show. Both Dave and I have a theater background, so we consider the spiel a show about games and the people who love them and that show can take the form of an audio program or video or even film. We've kind of added some of those as the show has developed over the years. It started as a solely audio venture, but in the last two, three, four years, we've started adding on to the the multimedia circus here. (laughs) So I think calling it a show kind of is an easy way to encompass all those things because they all still feel like the spiel to me. You know, it brings to mind one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, uh, Singing in the Rain. (laughs) I think you are like the uh, Gene Kelly and – um, Donald O'Connor. Nice. Going around doing your show. I, I don't know that we uh, merit those comparisons, but I, <laughs> but I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's, that's the imagery I'm going to continue to hold. Now, my show is about Kickstarter, and that's what we're here to talk about, is because you guys have done something kind of unique in the gaming industry. Uh, it came to my attention last year with uh, one of your Kickstarter projects, and this year you kind of uh, your big Kickstarter project. Last year you launched a Kickstarter project to do a documentary that took you to Germany and to Spiel. You, tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, so the our first Kickstarter experience was, uh, as you said, it was a project that was sort of twofold. So part of the the funding was to fund our video coverage from the International Spieltag at Essen, Germany. It's the largest game fair trade show extravaganza in the world. And if if you want to be involved in the world of games and covering the world of games like we are, it seemed like that that's sort of like Mecca. We needed to go there and cover that to be kind of legitimate you know, podcaster slash journalist. So that was part one. Part two was we were presented with the opportunity to film a documentary at Ludofact, which is one of the largest manufacturers of board games in the world. And they basically gave us an all-access pass for several days leading up to Essen where we could actually film in the factory and sort of tell the story of how board games are made to give people an idea of the effort and time and the people that are behind every box that we open up and have so much fun playing. That is awesome. And that invitation came because you're in your seventh season of The Spiel. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe, but that's absolutely true. (laughs) Seven seven years of doing this. For the listeners who are listening, um, who maybe don't know, tell us a little bit. how, How did you get here? How did you get to seven years of covering the board game industry like you have? Well, as I as I mentioned, we started as an audio podcast primarily. Uh, we started the podcast. Uh, Dave and I have a large collection of games and spent a lot of time sort of reviewing games on our own and decided at the time that podcasts were sort of really coming into being. This was very early days in the, the idea of podcasts that we would start this 
I had the the sense that this new media thing was was here to stay and that if we worked hard and just worried about the the quality that you know we were of the show that it could grow into something greater than that and over years we've accumulated a really wonderful audience of of you know 3 to 5000 people who listen on a regular basis to the audio program and that's just every sort of year has made us want to dream a little bit bigger and expand our our ability to cover the gaming world uh as as we've moved forward and it's been a really interesting ride so far and we're we're happy to be where we are and it's fun to see how bigger and better we can dream if if things go the way we'd like them to <laughs> well and i'm gonna assume then that was last year your first time to spiel yes yes and what was your impression oh it's it's amazing i mean it, it the international feel, the global feel of this gaming community. Gen Con is big, and I love it, and it's wonderful. And for North, the North American gaming crowd, that's really the place to be. It's, the Spiel in Essen, Germany, is you know way, way bigger and just so much more diverse. And I, the thing that was so heartening to me was that the culture of play is just so much more a part of European culture that while Gen Con pulls this giant slice of the the nerd and geek pie, which you know I am one of, the the audience there is so much more families and just everyday walkaday people that are just games are just something you do like everything else. That that was very eye opening, as well as just the the sheer numbers of publishers and games is so overwhelming that it's it's just a wonderful experience. And I I would encourage anyone if they have the opportunity to 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 do it. Well, overwhelming. I remember when I went uh, and walked in, I was I had to I had to go find a corner and breathe because it was <laughs> and it, that was after ten minutes. It was like wow. And I saw kind of what you saw. It was the families. I was really struck by the amount of when a family would walk, I would pass a family, the husband was usually at the end of the line tagging along, and it was the mother that was driving the, yes. the, the, the experience here with the kids all in tow and dad just kind of going, please, can we stop? Can we stop at this one? Can we stop at that one? <laughs> so, yes, a very interesting experience. Now, you raised money to go do this. And it was kind of a new idea uh, a year ago on Kickstarter to be able to do that. And you raised about $6,000, right? Yep, yep, that's about right. So that must have that put this idea in your head that, hey, this Kickstarter thing might be a cool thing. And so this year, your Kickstarter project, which is currently running, it's only got – at the time of this taping, it's only got four days to go. Clock is winding down, Clock yes. Clock is winding down. And we're going to try to get this up immediately. But kind of what was your thought here with launching the second Kickstarter campaign? Well, really, it, it part of it was based on the success of that first Kickstarter and seeing that you know there was we got this immediate response because the the first one was not really very well planned. It was a oh hey let's see if this will work, just due to the time constraints we were under, and it did. And the second time around, we thought, is there a way to to structure a Kickstarter that could actually encompass? All of these kind of the, the three ring circus that we do, the audio program, the video coverage we do at Gen Con and at things like Essen and the documentary because we had such a great experience doing that and have had such an overwhelmingly positive response to the documentary. Would there be a way to envision a project that could 
talk about all those things at once rather than splitting them up and having to come hat in hand. Would you fund us for this? Would you fund us for this? Would you fund us for this? To try to just come to people at once with one sort of bigger hat <laughs> to, to try to cover some of our over, you know, to cover a, a decent portion of our operating costs with a, a single project rather than multiple ones. So that, that was kind of the, the genesis behind doing this year's project. Okay, and so this you you've done some things with this project. So uh, the goal for those who are listening, fifteen thousand dollars. That's a pretty big goal, in some ways. But go ahead. I know what you want to say here. Yeah, in some ways, I mean, it might seem big, but it, in other ways, to to cover all these different aspects of our business, because we do produce multiple forms of media. And you'll see, you know, you can go to Kickstarter right now and look and find podcasts, individual podcasts or video projects or films that are funding for way above that amount. You can see that this number is actually – it puts that into perspective, I think, that we're we're looking to cover some portion of our operating costs. But this doesn't it's, – it's only one small part of the pie, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Sure, sure. And so um – you you did some things. You your project here uh, was it? Did you go the full sixty days? Yeah, we ended up having to do sixty days because the nature of the the way we reach most of our audience is through the audio program on a regular basis, and it, we felt like if we only did a thirty day project, it doesn't give us very much time to communicate our message and to say hey to kind of rally the troops, <laughs> so to speak, and to say hey Spielers, let's get out there and and instead of doing a constant pledge drive throughout the year to say, okay, in one concentrated burst, let's get this done, people. 60 days would give us more time. And it also fell nicely within a Gen Con range that we could have that to show, here's here's what you're funding right there smack in the middle of our project. You can see in action the kind of content we're able to provide if we have your support. And for those who are listening who maybe aren't gamers, I know those people exist out there. Uh, sure. <laughs> Spiel is German for game. Yes, or it's uh, the verb to play too as well. Or the verb to play. <laughs> so the Spiel is the game or the show of playing. Right? Exactly. So um, what you've got then is so, – so here you're sitting with four days to go and you've got 198 backers. Um, and over those 60 days – and on my show, we talk a lot, a lot about this process of managing. How easy has it been to manage this project for 60 days? To give people an idea, because here's why I'm asking. The, the instinct is to say, longer is better. Oh, if I have more time, I'll get more backers. I'll get more money. <laughs> now, you did yours for a very specific reason because of the audience and your show. But if somebody was to form their own Kickstarter campaign – and they did it for 60 days, what kind of feedback are you going to give them? Well, I would say that there's there's a grueling aspect to it <laughs> that you have to really grit your teeth and be ready for that long haul because I think the important thing, there's always going to be that initial, you hope there's going to be that initial bump of, of support and then things might plateau off and then hopefully a, a, another rally towards the end. Because the project is longer, you have to be really committed to effectively communicating with 
everybody, your backers, as well as people who might be still interested in the project throughout that entire 60 days. And that is a long time to stay focused on that in particular. And <laughs> I I knew that going in, but I don't think I knew it, <laughs> right. if you know what I mean, I, until yeah. you actually go through that process. It's like, oh my gosh, that really does take a, a concerted amount of effort to really just be as diligent as possible and to be out there communicating. And I don't know, I mean, I would consider possibly shortening ours to 30 if we could find the right window of time and could have the right lead up to let people know, you know, when the the kickoff is so that they know that that it's going to be that concentrated burst. I'm not sure that we necessarily gained a lot by doing it the 60 days as opposed to 30 other than, you know, (laughs) experience teaching us that now. (laughs) Sure, sure. Now you can come back for that. You've got – your project is also slightly unique because for those who are listeners who follow Kickstarter, uh, you know, no, in the gaming space, normally when you back a project, you get a game. In the technology space, you back a project, you get a piece of the technology, a watch or whatever it might be. In the film space, you back the project, get the film. But in this case, you're asking for $15,000 and it's very intangible. What, yes. What you are, and I had this with my own podcast, and I just recently did a documentary a Kickstarter campaign. It those pledge levels are so hard to come up with to make it relevant, so that when somebody gives you fifty dollars, that you give them something that feels a value of fifty dollars. You solved this problem in a rather unique, in some ways, a rather unique way. Tell us a little bit about the process or the thought process behind your pledge levels and what you've done there. And do you well, do? By the way, do you know how many pledge levels you have? <laughs> I do, and it's it's embarrassingly high. I don't know if there is, if Kickstarter keeps records. We have to be at the high end of <laughs> how many. How many do you have? We have, I think, at last count, and I think I'm done <laughs> adding them. I think we have 93. No way. Different <laughs> rewards that have been listed and are sold out because many of them were in limited quantity. So you know, you post something and it's sold out two minutes later, but it still counts as a unique reward, right? Right. It does. So. We we knew going in that so this was ex- going to be right. Let's explain to the listeners uh, what what we're talking about because you and I know what we're talking about. But what? Why do you have ninety pledges? <laughs> so we started with a nucleus of things that were spiel related, of course. So we have spiel dice, and we have a doc a DVD of our documentary because I think that alone at least has some physical connection to the media. It gives some people an actual physical representation of what we are and and who we are and what we do. But we realized quickly that we might be able to uh, build on our contacts with all these different publishers since we review games from all over the world with so many different publishers. And we have advertisers on the shows that we could offer not only business sponsorships as, as an advertising, but we could go to these publishers and say, hey, what about if you don't want to support us in a monetary way, Perhaps you would want to get more of your games into people's hands and we could offer those as rewards for our Kickstarter since that's what we do is review games. So that, that was sort of the, the genesis of the idea. The result, the actual reality was that a lot of these publishers stepped up to the, to the plate and said, absolutely, we'd love to help you. Here is a copy of this game or here's a case of this game and then left it to us to figure out how best to either, you know, package them together or list them as separate rewards and and thus the <laughs> the ridiculous long scrolling sidebar of our project. 
Yes, ridiculously long. It takes you a while. If you're going to go take a look, it takes you a while to get through it. Now, I have, I have solved that by putting a visual menu on the site that shows all the rewards in a nice little sort of like, you know, diner. Somehow you have the, the pictures of the oh, food. Oh, that's what that, I'm looking at. That has all the rewards in one snapshot look and the price levels that, you know, I learned this, you know, seven weeks into the Kickstarter <laughs> campaign. But, you know, that's one of the lessons I'll take away from it this year. But I think that's a very effective way to actually you can shop that in a very quick way without having to, you know, get carpal tunnel from scrolling. Oh, now I see. I was looking at it going, oh, what am I looking at here? And then I wasn't paying attention. But now I see where you've got uh, $75 and you get this and $50 and you get that. Okay, much uh, uh, much nicer there. Okay. $800 an engraved iPod. With all the episodes of the spiel. Dang, that's cool. I thought so. Yeah, that's kind of cool. All right, so you're, you're four days away and you are – let's take a quick look. How close are you? Six hundred and fifteen dollars. Oh, you're six hundred and fifteen dollars away. So close. So close. You have some stretch goals. You have one hundred ninety-eight uh, backers. What would what lessons learned this time? So, somebody who's listening, because we only have a few minutes as we wrap up here. Sure, sure. Um, somebody's looking at this. They've got their own podcast, or they've got their own web series, or they've got their own game reviewing, and they're looking at what you've done. What kind of advice would you give them? Because with thousands and thousands of back, uh, listeners, um, one of the things that we've talked about is, is that only about 200 backers have, have backed it. And so I know that there's been some, some discussion that we've had about how do you reach out and find those additional backers? What kind of advice would, would, excuse me, would you pass on to, to potential other uh, one, uh, people who want to have a Kickstarter campaign around their own podcast? Well, I think – Figuring out, and obviously this is a nut that we're we're still in the process of figuring out how to crack. Uh, we've had. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say we're going to have two successful Kickstarter campaigns after this one funds here. So we're doing some things right, but there are, there are plenty of lessons to learn from what we're doing and and understanding how to mobilize that audience and communicate with them effectively to say that you know. I think we we're in a different position because we had tried to fund the business in a different model and now we're sort of switching to this model. So maybe the challenges we face are different than someone who might be starting out afresh doing, you know, maybe starting by trying to fund their thing through Kickstarter and don't they don't have our baggage right <laughs> in a way to try to switch people over to that mindset of thinking, okay, let's try to to at least cover some of our operating costs through this short concentrated burst of fundraising activity uh really think about that long and hard and and try to engage people with interesting rewards i mean it's been really fun to see how i think we've gone kind of crazy <laughs> this sure, year sure. uh but that and that's just you know our philosophy is if it's worth doing it's worth overdoing apparently but uh you know, really think in creative terms about how you can come up with things that will engage and, and excite and inspire your audience to want to to want to support you. So maybe those are that. I'll leave you with that. <laughs> no, that'll work. Hey, we're out of time, Stephen. I appreciate so much you taking the time to come on the show, talk about your project. It's been fascinating to watch. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch it successfully fund. Thank you so much, Richard. We really appreciate the time, and, and it's been great getting to know you here. And uh, 
get out there if this goes up in time and help support the spiel because we want to we want to keep bringing the gaming world to everybody that's right we want to see you in germany over there uh spieling absolutely there we go you've been listening to funding the dream on kickstarter this has been episode 82 i've had my guest Stephen conway uh creator and co-host of the spiel uh season seven kickstarter project is up there right now they've only got four days to go Take the opportunity to go out and uh, give them some love and support. Hopefully you've heard something here inspiring. I know I have. That's our time. I want to say good luck, take care, and we look forward to seeing your Kickstarter project out on Kickstarter.